Okay, well, we're recording. And that was the <laughs> first thing that's going to be heard on it. So well, I'm glad. Fine. That reflects exactly who I am and what I stand for, which is that I am nervous in front of this fancy microphone. It's not that fancy. That I'm going to take a drink of water and it's going to be really loud. Well, I'm... Because you know how many people hate that. Well, that's well. it was like Brendan and I, when we did our podcast, I think last time we did it, we did another one today, but... Um, two weeks ago when we did it, he was eating grapes, and he was, he felt, he was acting all weird about being near the microphone to eat the grapes, and I was like, it's part of it, it's, it's a real... Then you're, you're treading a fine line between a podcast and ASMR, and actually he made the right decision, because grapes, if they're good grapes, they have that nice crunch, Yeah. that would just sound so good. No, that's what I wanted, he was leaning away from the mic. So when he was eating it. He was a coward. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Which is, I was like, people want the reality. And the reality is you're eating fantastic grapes. And he was, he didn't want them to hear. Oh, well, that was great. But that's not what it sounded like. It sounded like a grape being eaten in a, in a commercial, in a fancy commercial or something. So that was really Don't be sorry. He, <laughs> that's one of his favorite things to be called. <clears throat> well, it just, it lets him justify doing crazy things because, oh, sorry, I was just trying that out. Um, because if he's like, well, I'm being a coward, I need to go on and do more. So he's going to hate that I said that. <clears throat> anyway. Um, all right. So this is my sitting down with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Bellaringa, my sister-in-law. Um, and I love that. what? I love that. I just oh, I'm I've... still I'm still kind of getting used to saying brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Really? Kind of. I mean, I'm used to it by now. But it's still it's it's still fun to be like oh, family. Yeah. Well, sometimes I've just been like, that's my sister, and people are like, really? You guys don't look alike. I'm like, well, in-law, and they're like, why didn't you say that in the first place? And I was like, I, I don't know. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't know. That's just me. Yes, it is fancy. I agree. It is. Yeah, it adds. It's, it adds a level of sophistication. Well, it depends. I mean, if before, it depends on how you thought about a relationship beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. If we were friends, then it's a strange step because there is a now more official title. Mm-hmm. But if I was your sister's boyfriend. That's yeah. more of a normal jump, right? Because there's two words there. But if it's friend, well, now technically in-law is a more intimate mm-hmm. or official title. So mm-hmm. technically that would be used. But, yeah. you know, like you can still be friends with your siblings, whatever. Yeah. But of course, or you, yeah. You, your sibling can still be your friend. But yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I guess it depends on how you thought of that beforehand. Yeah, there's a sense of like authority, I guess. Authority? If, if you're into that. <laughs> you're into that? <laughs> if you Are you talking like about like in-law sound. fetishes? No, <laughs> that that's... sounded like the authority if let's, you're into that. I was not what is that <laughs> on, on a list of things that we're not going to touch, <laughs> that. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have your own list of things that aren't going to be touched. Um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but despite all this, <laughs> you've chosen today to talk about and, and one of the reasons I put this down is because I know little to nothing about this. Oh, fun. But you were classically trained in piano. Oh, yes. 
as a child. You were a prodigy. I feel like that. You can debate it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which we can talk about. Mm -hmm. And and you did it for a while, Mm -hmm. and you competed as well. Yes. And these are all crazy things that I know little to nothing about, and I always forget about it until someone says something about it. Like we were watching Whiplash at my parents' house last Mm, weekend. Not quite my team. And yes, I love that movie. It's a phenomenal movie. It's one of my favorites. And I said that all the people I know that did jazz, specifically in high school, hated the movie because they were like, it paints jazz in a bad way and that's not how it is and it's ridiculous and all this stuff. And Amanda had made a comment that it reminded her of like how intense and committed people were and how crazy people can be about music from the little glimpses she saw when you were doing it. And we, and we also talked about and related it to like um, theater parents and the kids that it was their entire identity and stuff. Obviously it's different than what happened in the movie, but it's a taste. Right. And then, you know, I know people that did do jazz. They're like, no, no, that, that is how it is. Maybe not the university, but professionally and stuff. So we can go into the, different things but Amanda had said that and it had reminded me that I had already I'd written down in my list of people to interview I'd written down you and that was one of the topics I thought we could talk about and I was like oh interesting so now I don't know I was like wow okay I don't know anything about that because I always forget about it yeah and honestly I do too all the time when you brought it up I was like oh oh yeah like that was a big part of my life I I completely forget about it Mm -hmm. and probably some of that is just a sense of, like, I feel like everyone forgets a little bit of some, like, the main things from their childhood. Like, mm-hmm. I was a kid, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, not for all of it, but for most of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I forget about it pretty often. But I yeah. also still have yet to see that movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to have to watch that movie. I know. It's I mean, it's How so do you know that's not quite my tempo, then? Because you showed me that scene. Did I show you that scene? Yeah. Because you were like, oh, have you seen this movie? And I was like, no. And and then when you showed me, you were like, we have to watch this. And we never did. It's so good. One of my favorite lines is from that movie that I quote when I just want to be a horribly vile person. (laughs) It's such a good movie. And that guy, I forget his name. Uh, Simmons. Um, Somebody. Something Simmons. Son of a gun. Now I'm looking that up because he's so... Uh, famous and the, and the other kid too like the yeah the he kid. he okay so well for jk jk simmons yeah miles teller well okay so this is interesting i told this to amanda i looked it up because jk simmons is in la la land too and it's the same director the guy same writer and director whiplash in la la land really so miles tenor teller miles teller from what i read was originally the director and writer of La La Land, same guy as Whiplash, asked him to be the lead. And he found out he was no longer going to be the lead when he found out that Ryan Gosling had been cast as the lead. Yeah, so he was supposed to be Ryan Gosling's character originally. That's so weird. <laughs> but also, if I'm not mistaken, um, what's the girl that was in Harry Potter? Emma. Uh, uh, Emma Watson? Watson. Yeah. She was also supposed to be the lead. Oh, I heard of that. In yeah. La La Land. Arguably, maybe in, she was. No. I mean, they both I, can't. Uh, I thought, mm, I think yeah. Emma 
Watson would have. Well, if her singing is anything like it was in that Beauty and the Beast, I watched a clip yes. of it, and that was absolutely yeah. horrendous. Yeah, love Emma Watson, <clears throat> fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. You know, but don't. She make, can't do an American don't... accent to save her life, though. Oh really? She that's... can't. It's so bad. Oh, I've seen her in oh, two oh, movies. Oh yeah, I saw her in uh, Little Women. I think she was. I oh, yeah, she, she was, was doing. Little... Yeah. Yeah, the new one she was doing. In an American, American yeah. It, uh, she, it yeah. wasn't as bad in that one. I've seen mm-hmm. her in two earlier movies, mm-hmm. so maybe she would have done better. In two earlier movies, that was just, it was so back and forth. Like, she would have full-on long sentences of pure British accent, and then full-on long sentences of <laughs> half-American accent. Yeah. And every now and then she'd say a quick thing, like, Yes. And you'd be like, okay, that sounds kind of American. Yes, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then Ryan Gosling was supposed to be the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, he was asked so to play that. Funny. So, so he like, said no to Beauty well, and the Beast to yeah. be in La La Land. Uh-huh. Emma Watson said no to La La Land to be in Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And Miles Teller got screwed over. And he texted <laughs> the director just saying, like, what the fuck? Like, that was just it. Wait, Miles Teller? I thought it was J.K. Teller. No, no, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is the older guy. Okay. Miles Teller Miles is the Teller. younger guy. Wait. Who then went on to do? He was in a lot of like really bad movies. It's so sad because he's amazing in Whiplash. He's fan freaking tastic in Whiplash, but then he's not many people have seen it and know about it. But people know about like what is this Insurgent? He was apparently oh, in. He was I've in the Fantastic that. Four. Or I've seen that was really seen. bad. That was. Horribly bad. Oh my god. Um, Fantastic Four. So, or Divergent first. Yes. Oh yeah, that's like the first one. Yeah, yeah I saw Divergent. That was, yeah, that was based on the book series. Uh, yeah. YA, you know, the dystopian mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the one set in Chicago, I think, right? I think so. My coworker knew the girl who wrote it and said she was a horrible person in yeah. high school, at least. So I mean, aren't they? That's up to. The, yeah. I don't want to make a broad conversation, but like <laughs> about writers know, be, uh, <laughs> yeah. being sitting in a room of two writers right now. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, people really dislike J.K. Rowling. Um, I don't think people are too keen on the author of Suzanne Collins. Actually, I don't know anything about Suzanne Collins. Well, I'm surprised I know. I just know that Tolkien is the only writer that I've ever read about that had uh, whose family said they have had a really good relationship with him. Mm. Pretty much every other writer I've read about, which is not to say that there are tons of them, but they have Mm. horrible depression, terrible relationships with their Mm. with their spouses and children, and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, I don't know. I, it, it really depends on how you go about it, though. Yeah, um, over theme. Yeah. Well, I mean, but for your art, right? I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. There's not an artist out there who is mentally well. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> no like, that, don't there's you think... a broad generalization. Well, yes and no. I mean, don't you think... I think, what do people say? Like, you have to be off-kilter, right? Mm-hmm. That being an artist is part of being off-kilter. Yeah. And yeah. part of... Yeah seeing things in a different way Mm -hmm. and feeling things in a different way that you need to, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I like to, I like to make that, uh, I like to make make that joke from time to time. Oh yeah. But, um, yes, yes, because they all know. Yeah. Or you've got to, you've got to have something Mm -hmm. that helps you observe the world Mm -hmm. in a different or interesting way that's unique to you. 
that you can offer something new to an audience. Yeah. Um, essentially. That's, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. kind of what I think. Well, you have to, you have to be able to bleed onto whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And I and think that's hard. Yeah. Oh, it's so, it's so tough. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And find different ways to do it. Be able to see it in different ways and communicate that. But then usually they can't talk and communicate normally. So <laughs> yeah. that's just how things are. Which is why we sit down and chat. <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, so why don't you start by... Um, yes, I'm already on my second glass of wine. That was quick. This is the wine. I think this is the one that Kristen gave me. Oh, really? It's not yeah. in this? No, no. I think this is the one that Kristen brought me from... Oh, you're right. It's different. From the... Is this it? No, this is Nevada. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so when she went, I'm not sure. I, I'm 99.9% sure that Kristen brought me this. It's a Cabernet because I love Cabernets. And it's fantastic. Um, why don't you start by just giving some background on, I don't know how you got started playing piano, why, or any of that. Like, you start at the beginning of that kind of a deal. Fun stuff. So, yeah, I essentially I started playing piano when I got a super cheap Casio keyboard for Christmas uh, from my grandparents. And I think I was like six or seven, maybe, um, some, somewhere around there. But, I mean, my mom insists that I was musically inclined ever since I was a baby. You know, like she'd give me toys to choose from and I'd, you know, like select the little like toy piano and just like mm-hmm. go at that all day yeah. long and um and so but I was I remember I was interested in, in in piano so once I got that I both Amanda and I actually like we both would jam in it all the time but like specifically I uh had <laughs> had a quality had the star quality mm-hmm. I guess <laughs> I I um I had a knack for it off the bat like I um Quickly, I noticed that I had, like, I have an, what is the specific <clears throat> terminology I say for it? Intuition? No, like, when you, when you can hear, like, Pitch? No, no, I don't have perfect pitch. I wish I had perfect mm. pitch. People who do that, crazy. So cool. Um, but no, I have an, I guess, just like a, a natural ear, like, I could, mm-hmm. I could hear a song on the radio, and I could play it on the piano mm-hmm. if it wasn't too complex like that's a good mm-hmm. but how, I could just how old are we talking just quickly seven or eight okay yeah. yeah like I think I got it when I was seven and, mm-hmm. and then I just immediately started playing like all the time mm-hmm. um but yeah like we're talking like really cheap keyboard yeah like, small not even the proper amount of keys and stuff oh yeah we had one of those um, yeah I feel Jer- like every, every kid oh yeah <laughs> well I mean that was fun Jared was really strange he could one time we were watching Tom and Jerry and he Tom was playing the classical pieces. Mm-hmm. And Jared, like, got up and walked upstairs. And after a few minutes, he, like, didn't come downstairs. So I went up, and I walk in, and he's playing, do-do, do-do-do. And I was like, what the heck? And he was probably five, oh, something like God. that. Can we talk to Jared about that? <laughs> we can. He probably won't remember oh, it. He was young, though, because I was a little bit older. I'm sorry. That wasn't off. But, yes, no, we had one Jared, of those, yeah. too. Yeah. No, because Jared is well, Jared has a he has an inclination to like he always had it to to harmonies and to different things and he could hear it in the music but that's similar to what you're talking about right yes yes so, yeah so there's yeah so <clears throat> when you're a, a musician you can have you can possess lots of different uh, 
qualities, and there's people who are really good at sight reading, they can just, you put a sheet of music in front of them, and they'll just read, like, the whole thing, they'll just go on playing it as if, like, it's, like, it's perfect, Mm -hmm. and, like, I cannot do that, I'm so bad with it, I'm, I'm not bad, I can do it, but I'm very slow Mm -hmm. when I sight read, and I can't, like, play without mistakes, I have to, like, spend time learning it, but there's some, some people who are really good at sight reading, there's some people who have a natural ear, Mm -hmm. um, where they can just hear something and play it, or at least imitate it really well, and then there's improvisation, mm-hmm. where people can, and that's a ton, you know, that's basically all jazz musicians, like, they are, if they don't possess the skill, they're at least taught to, like, improvise in a way where, because cause so much of jazz is improvisation, and yeah, so there's that, and there's, there's all sorts of things. Did the mic go out? I'm not sure. Hold on. Can, like, Hold on one second. I hate, I know I don't do edited, but let me try something here. Okay. Try talking now. Okay, is it... <laughs> oh, did you just, like, have the visuals on a wrong setting? Okay, hold on. I'm pausing it one more time. <laughs> so yep, it's... it wasn't recording through the mic. It was recording through the oh computer for the okay. last 17 minutes. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, let me... That's probably going to be too high, then. That's hilarious. That's It's hilarious, but also, like, super amateur-y. Um, yeah. Well, at least it wasn't nothing. I mean, we'll just be kind of quiet. Yeah, it'll just be quiet and, and low quality, but this will <laughs> now be significantly better. Look at All us right. Doing okay, so oh, now no. that we got this figured out, okay, so you can protest. You can have different things to talk about. S- yeah. <laughs> protest. No. Um, you used a P word. Possess. Yes, yes. I did. Sight reading, this. ear. Yeah. yeah, improvisation. Now they're really going to be able to hear our gulps. This <clears> yeah. is going to be some high That's quality fine. gulping. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so it was kind of evident when I first started that I had a knack for not only the, the piano as an instrument, but like mm-hmm. I had a very strong natural ear and I was really enjoying it. So mm-hmm. then I began taking lessons. So I had three different teachers, actually. Actually, four. Four? Um, yeah, which is... I've only heard about one. Yeah, uh, I think you have only heard about one. What, oh man, one of them was really interesting. This guy. That's the one I've probably heard about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. <clears throat> um, but I'm not sure what the what's typical for most people who are classically trained if they... I'm sure it's... I'm sure once you become more serious, you bounce mm-hmm. from, like, you know, your your beginner teacher to, like, another person. But, yeah, I went, mm-hmm. I went through a handful of teachers, but... Mm. I first started when, yeah, when I was like, like right off the bat, I think, I don't know, again, seven or eight, seven I can't realize, I think seven. Yeah. Um, but there was this lady who taught uh, voice lessons and acting lessons, and like musical theater, mm-hmm. <laughs> like at her homeschool co-op. Um, and she was a very interesting lady, but her name was Angel. And so she would come once a week and she would teach me and actually... She was like the shortest. Uh, I I spent time with her like for the smallest amount out of all yeah, the teachers. Yeah. Um, but she, she was super sweet. But she didn't actually like know a lot of doing? music theory or technical <clears throat> things. She actually wasn't really teaching me at all. Mm-hmm. She would open up a songbook, and she would be she would be like, okay, so like here's this song. Let's play this song. And she would like play me a little bit of it, mm-hmm. and then I just mimic it. And mm-hmm. I wasn't actually reading the music, mm-hmm. and I could read a little bit of it. Yeah. But like my mom figured out I was just um, 
that I was just mimicking what I heard, actually. Yeah. She wasn't really teaching me. Mm. Um, and so we stopped with her. But actually, she probably helped train my ear, like, a ton more. Yeah. Because I I just wasn't reading the music. I was listening. I was okay. listening to what she was playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then, after her, I had a teacher named Gladys... And she was, actually her daughter was like one of my best friends growing up, her daughter Leilani. Um, and so like we would have playdates all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I would once a week go to her house for a lesson as well. And she was more serious. And so she taught me, you know, you want to start learning classical pieces mm-hmm. because classical is like, it is the staple genre. It's mm-hmm. what's going to give you skill. It's what is the standard. And mm-hmm. it's like, what you learn if you play piano mm-hmm. and so i was like all right let's do it and my mom was all for it um <laughs> i was young i was still like eight or nine so my mom was probably just like well, yeah let's do it and i was like yeah. okay mom <laughs> but, but there um, wasn't a lot of big time discuss- discussion yeah going no she was like you want to do it i'm like yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i'm thanks i'm nine yeah. <laughs> what else am i gonna do <laughs> Um, little John Mulaney little young in there. Mulaney. Thanks, I'm nine. <laughs> you know, I wanted to invite him over. You know, I wanted to invite him in. And for I was a like, drink. And I was like, thanks, <laughs> thanks I'm, I'm nine. nine. <laughs> oh, so good. I hope that man's doing all right. But yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so yeah. So she, she, uh, she instantly, uh, you know, got, got me some better books. Mm-hmm. Um, had me... Uh, still learning the basics and like very beginner level stuff but um but she she started implementing like technique and like music theory and like almost a little bit of like you know some she'd throw in some history about you know like oh here's why this musician was you know great and stuff all you know all the good stuff Mm -hmm. you get um in a lesson so we started doing that and then i was with her for a decent amount I want to say, like, uh, uh, maybe until I was, like, uh, maybe 11 or maybe 10 or 11. It's really tough to say because I know that my third and final teacher, Mm -hmm. um, Ina, was, uh, she was was the one that I stuck with the longest, I think. So Ina was, um, she was very, very serious. So we Mm. went, we actually, we had a fallout with... Uh, with my friend uh, okay. who was the daughter of that previous mm-hmm. teacher Gladys yeah. and so like we we weren't really playing together mm-hmm. anymore so then we like we stopped the lessons because yeah yeah homeschool drama mm-hmm. or whatever. absolutely yeah. um, but then yeah <clears throat> I don't know how but my mom found this lady and she's like her husband uh oh man I can't remember if it's her husband or her brother um but someone close to her is like one of the violinists for like the the CSO, I think, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Okay, there we go. Like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Like, like really, like, very serious uh, musicians. Okay. Um, so, Ina trained me uh, classically. She continued to, to train me classically. Like, with Gladys, I was kind of learning classical pieces, mm-hmm. but um, with Ina, she was immediately like, okay, we're, you know, we're getting rid of these basic books. Mm-hmm. Like, we're immediately <clears throat> doing these classical pieces. Um, like, vigorously you're going to be practicing how long are you how much time are you putting into Mm -hmm. practicing per uh daily um let's up it you're going to take notes you know while i teach you um and uh yeah yeah, it it became a very um a very rigorous process 
and uh, yeah, it became very serious from then on. So, well, so does being trained classically mean a very specific thing, or is it just you're trained in classical music? You know, or, or I, like that's what your focus is? Yeah, I think it can mean. I think it can mean lots of lots of different things depending on what you're doing. Um, okay. But when I say I was classically trained, I mean that I I learned like multiple classical pieces a week. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow! There was a huge emphasis on theory and technique, mm-hmm. and I participated in many. Uh, intense competitions Mm -hmm. to improve my skill and to expose myself to other students and I could see how I was doing compared to those uh, who were my same age Mm -hmm. um, my same level uh, yada yada so like that's what it meant to me Um, but yeah so it was a big commitment it is yes how many hours a week do you think you practiced um, so as soon as I started with Ina um, she said she wanted me practicing an hour a day at least um, but then by the time I was uh, getting to the end of my lessons with her, she wanted mm-hmm. me practicing two hours a day. And she mm-hmm. was like, this is like the bare minimum. She yeah, was like, yeah. some people practice three, four hours a day. Yeah. Um, so like on a weekly basis, ba- baseless, basis, mm-hmm. um, uh, seven hours a week. Yeah. Um, maybe more, maybe less. Mm-hmm. Um, so you stayed around that hour range. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the expectation just, was very high though. Yes, yeah, and I almost feel like I didn't realize it. Kind of just all happened, mm-hmm. um, and and again, I was young, so my mom was like, "This is kind of a part of your education, like mm-hmm. as well as your other curricula- curriculums." And like, it's such a uh, homeschool thing to say, right? It's <laughs> you know, part of your education. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, she was like, you know, as well as you know, math and reading mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, yeah. you, like you do piano like that's your that's a yeah yeah oh, yeah what do they call it you know an elective yeah so my mom like, did the same thing when i took guitar lessons or <laughs> if i took a dance class she's like it's pe and i'm like yeah, i don't think that is exactly. pe that's the most homeschooler thing i've ever heard <laughs> it's like a dance or you're you're running to the park oh it counted as pe, it's PE yeah. like no one <laughs> no yeah well, it makes We're, sense. Our, our bmis are all uh-huh. terrible because <laughs> we never <laughs> did gym ever but that makes sense that it wouldn't, mm-hmm. you wouldn't register it as being so yeah. insane or so different. Yeah. Now, well, but okay, so Amanda wasn't doing that though. Mm-hmm. No. Did that ever, you know, cross like your mind? Kind of like that Amanda wasn't doing something? Amanda like didn't have, well, did, I don't know, I guess yeah. if she did, but like you had a very, a more specific, more strict mm-hmm. schedule yeah. with what you were doing with that. And okay. that wasn't something she had. As yeah. far as I know, did yeah, that ever took... cross your mind or? You know, I, you know, maybe it kind of did. It was mm-hmm. just um, <clears throat> such a peculiar time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amanda took uh, art classes and she was, yeah, yeah, it was very different. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of didn't cross my mind, oh, but yeah, like yeah. she. Just wonder. Uh, my parents would have to be. Uh, kind of pushy with her like not too pushy but they'd be like hey like are you doing some art like what's some art that you've done recently and they'd Mm -hmm. have to um kind of squeeze it out of her but like yeah for me like i was i was like on this schedule (laughs) that was like this is the expectation and Mm -hmm. you don't divert from that yeah um so yeah i kind of didn't uh i kind of didn't realize how how big of a deal it was when i got into it but 
as soon as I was with Ina, um, she was, she told me everything that, that Gladys mm-hmm. had taught me wrong. She was like, your wrists are way too high. Yeah. I don't know why she made you hold your wrists so high. And like, you, you need to be like, mm-hmm. you know, pressing on the keys and doing mm-hmm. this and X, Y, Z. And I was like, gosh, serious. And, um, there would be, um, I'll, I'll get into, I'll, we'll talk <laughs> about like the, the pros of it and the cons of it. Yeah, but, yeah, like, I'll absolutely. just kind of keep describing absolutely. what it was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a very good experience. Okay. And there were lots of tough things about it too. Mm. But like overall, I'd say it was a very positive experience. But okay. like Ina, like she's serious. We've established mm-hmm. that. There would be times when I would go in um, to a lesson and I wouldn't be meeting her standards mm-hmm. or I just, I didn't practice hard enough that week or yeah. the piece wasn't coming along. And like she would tear me apart and like I would yeah. cry and she wouldn't care. Like yeah. so there was no sympathy. It was like, why are you crying? Just like do this. Why did you not do this? Yeah. And um, so... <laughs> that was intense, very intense, especially yeah. being a child yeah. and having an adult be like, um, <clears throat> you know, you, uh, you've made these mistakes and yeah. like showing no sympathy and just being like, you can do better. I expect better. Like yeah. come back next week and fix this. Um, and like we were paying her, she was never going to yeah, drop yeah. me, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. she, we, I had to play for her, uh-huh. um, to show my skill before she would take me on as a student. Yeah. Um, because she was serious again, like like in huh. the business you know yeah, yeah. um so wow. yeah so i, I want to say i was with her from like ages whenever i stopped 10 or 11 whatever i was with her until i was 14 um and okay. then I, yeah i stopped like right at the beginning of high school because i i got burnt out because um it's so it's so extreme and it's so technical yeah that um it's very easy to lose like the lose the joy yeah, like it's so easy absolutely. because it's just <clears throat> the, this is a skill and you hone the skill mm-hmm. and you keep on honing the skill and it's not like oh that sounded beautiful or mm-hmm. like isn't this just gorgeous like immerse yourself in this like she yeah. would talk about this is a good piece <laughs> mm-hmm. but it wasn't like there, w- there wasn't a lot of emotion at all and yeah. part of that is the culture because she i believe she was korean and like mm-hmm. that's that is something that like you know these two-year-olds and four-year-olds start playing yeah. um and yeah. it's just like this is expected of you mm-hmm. it's again it's just it's a it's a skill that lots of people learn and it's like you're not meant to enjoy it it's it's just meant to be again like part of education yeah part of just um you know but yeah possessing a certain quality or or helping it you know get you a step up in, in certain aspects of your yeah. life, I guess, and uh, get a foot in the door, you know, to a school or, mm-hmm. you know, to a career. Um, was that the plan? So, yeah, I, w- I was going to apply to Juilliard. Mm-hmm. Like, that was yeah. a thing that was going to happen. Like, we were talking about, um, we were talking about Juilliard, and mm-hmm. it was really crazy because even just that was a whole ordeal because it was like, okay, like, barely anyone gets into Juilliard. And, like, yeah. these people that do are practicing, like, like eight hours a day yeah. and like they're yeah. composing like <clears throat> masterpieces and excuse me you know they have like they uh they play you know like six genres of music mm-hmm. and they play seven instruments and, yeah. and it's yeah. like i would have made it there mm-hmm. i wouldn't <laughs> i yeah, definitely yeah. would not have made it into juilliard mm-hmm. but the the fact that it was like taken being taken into consideration was kind of insane because um I just, I didn't realize how far it was going. And then I was like, oh God, I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. Well, yeah, I was about to say, was that 
Well, first of all, you were, were you were still doing that when we met then, right? Oh, I think not. If I was 17, what's our age difference? You're 21? Almost 21, yeah. I guess, um, okay, so I guess not. No, yeah, because if I was 17 mm-hmm. when we met, mm-hmm. then you would have been 15. Or 12, I mean. You would have been uh, 12. Yes. There's five oh, years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, we have known each other that long. Uh, yeah, and it was, but it was right at the tail end. Um, like as yeah. soon as uh, we started doing musical theater, I was like, mm-hmm. I no, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm gonna put time to you know <clears> other <throat> activities and things. Um, but yeah, so pretty much as soon as I started with Ina, and she noticed that I had skill, mm-hmm. and uh, she she wanted to get me started in these competitions. Okay. And so the competitions essentially, there's lots of uh, different age ranges and stuff, but like they pretty much start you whenever they can. I think yeah. my first competition, I might have been, I want to say 11. I feel confident mm-hmm. on that. Again, I'm yeah. bad with yeah. these ages, but it doesn't have to be precise. But I want to say 11 or 12 was, was my first competition. And there were lots of different types. So the first two... Uh, or maybe not the first two. I definitely I competed in one competition th- uh, three times. That was this uh, Sonatina slash Sonata festival, and that's where you're just competing against uh, yourself essentially. So you're okay. rated on uh, <clears throat> bronze, silver, gold medals, um, and I got gold all three times. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's one that was one of the easier ones because yeah. it's just you're just um, yeah you're just I gotta turn my chair. I'm scooting. Yeah, no, you're just a yeah, you're just being rated, like on a, on on as an individual, not okay. uh, compared to others. But yeah, yeah. So essentially, um, the teacher would the teacher signs you up, uh, through, through through the competition, and then selects the pieces that uh, you're you're gonna learn and then mm-hmm. perform. Uh, so she would pick she would pick some good classical pieces for me to learn. I think. On average, it was like two to three pieces. I want to say most. I had two pieces. Maybe it was only ever two. I can't remember. But um, so it would be like a good, maybe not a month or more, but mm-hmm. like a good like weeks and weeks of practicing yeah. and perfecting that piece yeah. so that no mistakes are made. You know, every single, you know, every single, every single detail is, is just you know, perfect and it's, it's, it's precise and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like really, and really intense. Just like the, the notes that she would make, like on my sheet music, it would just be covered in, in notes yeah. of, of like light here, um, you know, longer, quieter mm-hmm. and, you know, this and that and articulate and, you know, lift and then hold and, um, all this stuff. And, um, so looking back, it's really interesting, uh, to see that I, was actually successful in these competitions mm-hmm. uh, because I think it's funny. I I think about all the time what would happen if I continued and as an adult, what I would be like performing in competitions because I didn't yeah. have anxiety then. <laughs> <And> I <didn't, laughs> like I, I I I got nervous yeah. uh, for it. Like I got butterflies and you know the the works. But like now being an adult and you know <laughs> I think it would be really funny to to see me kind of be in that environment at this age. But um. Oh, God knows. But, um, yeah, so, and then you, once you had the piece down, you would uh, go to the place. Usually it was, like, at a, like, a campus, uh, 
or I think most of them were at like a college campus or mm-hmm. or some I don't know some fancy place I don't know I, I can't remember um but you would go there you had a specific time you had to get there you would check in you know get your like get your number get all the forms and everything and then there was a lot of waiting which mm-hmm. was also um <clears throat> pretty uh stress inducing yeah. um but there Absolutely. would be practice rooms Okay. Or you would go in, even though you've been practicing for weeks. Yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd go in. You gotta warm up your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so, so you would go into the practice rooms and and um, you'd warm up and you'd play the piece or pieces a couple times, and then you would go uh, in a small room uh, with a couple judges. Most of the time, there were yeah, like two or three judges, and they. Like, you wouldn't speak. Um, like, they would speak to you, and they would say, you know, go on and play. Because, <laughs> mm. um, like, they had your name and your age and everything. Yeah, yeah, form. they knew So, like, they know who you are. You just sit down. Uh-huh. And, like, I'm talking, like, detailed. Like, you sit down, yeah. and, you know, your posture is good. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know, like, you, you <clears throat> pause then. And then you would do, uh, generally, you would do um, a scale, and then you would do an arpeggio. Um, you just do a little warm up like in front of them and don't mess that up <laughs> and then you you play the pieces um, interesting and then, okay yeah, and you hand them your why why do you play the scales well? first just so that they're like know. oh they know their the basics time, uh, yeah i guess and so i think sometimes they would they would say like go ahead and warm up okay and uh it was just like a thing i don't know it was mm. a thing that you did I'm about to st- <laughs> bless you thank you Goodness, i've sneezed a few times today mm. i don't it's know it's that time I think it's the dust. We I've been moving a few things around. Oh yeah, sorry. I hate dust. No, yeah, I can good. see that sneeze on the <laughs> recording thing. That'll be fun Whoops. to listen to. I know, right? <laughs> I feel yeah, you 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 shielded it. You're fine. I tried. Wasn't that. All right, so yeah. okay, but um, yeah. So and, and then you'd uh, play the piece, and then they would say thank you, and then you would leave. Okay. Um, How? Yeah, essentially. Um, Sounds terrifying. There was this one, and then there was so so. I did that uh, that competition. Yeah. Type of competition. Yeah, like th- like three times, three years in a row, um, and I got gold every single time. Wow. And you like you wait a, uh, a little, maybe like an hour or so. I know we would always like get lunch and then like come back and like the mm-hmm. results would be up. Yeah. Um, but then you just read your name from like this long list of names and and see a g or see a s or you know whatever okay. there was always a g for gold um and so that was the first one i did which is i think a good one to start with because it's not so much against everyone else it's just yeah. like here's here's like what they think of you mm-hmm. um so and there are also there are there are grades um there are there are grades when you're classically trained and I can't I can't remember what grade I stopped at or something, but um, I know I was getting kind of high up there before I quit. Um, but there was this one competition that I was in that was like the most competitive, and it was the, one of the scariest <laughs> ones yeah. I okay. I went in. Um, where it, it's called the Sam competition, S A M, and I think it's like really I don't know if it's like across the U S. If it's global, I have no idea. I just know yeah. that it's big. It's a big okay. deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, it was very, it was very interesting. Uh, and that one was, you know, you're you're rated against other people. When I went in for that one, they had you were not to say a word, 
they had folding like screens up so that the judges could not see you, not see your age, uh, your your race, your gender, nothing about you. Like, um, okay, you would go in. I went in and I I was really young. I went in and I sat down. Mm-hmm. And I waited, and then they said, go ahead and play. And then I played, and then I stayed quiet, and they said, go ahead and leave. Um, and uh, that one, actually, I there were, there were like over 100 uh, contestants, I think, and I made it into the top 15. Wow. And then I didn't place anything yeah. other than that. But there was a, there was a cash prize uh, oh, okay. for that one as well. I think like first and first second and third place like you you got a cash prize and then there were i think like two honorable mentions Uh um but i didn't place anything but it was just an honor to be made yeah into the top 15 like i i -hmm. went in and like i don't want this to sound bad anyway but i went in and i was i was like maybe the only white kid there Mm -hmm. it was just a really unique experience um and i was yeah i was pretty young but that was that was very um i was very yeah, that was a learning experience, to say the least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I had a couple other competitions where I think I have, uh, maybe I did one, two, three, four, maybe I did like six competitions in total. Okay. Um, because I did the three ones with the with just the medals, and then I did the yeah. Sam, and then I I think I have like two trophies at home. Are they like at set times? Set seasons or something? Yeah, I think the... I know that the Sonata slash Sonatina Festival is, like, yearly, okay. I think. Um, but then I don't know about the rest. I think probably there's competitions that happen, you know, throughout... Yeah. All, you know, maybe both spring and fall semesters. I don't know if I ever did one in the summer. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. it's more of, like, a, again, kind of an educational thing. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Um, but I, I think other than that, I had uh, a second place trophy and a third place trophy. I never got first in anything. Um, okay. But, and then for a couple of, yeah, I think for every single, for every competition that I got a gold medal or I, I placed, mm-hmm. um, then you would do an, another performance of the same songs again, where you would, it was like a concert of all the Okay, yeah, I was going to ask, yeah. did you ever have to perform in front of... A large amount of people for the competition yes like, yeah. like that they're like okay you're gonna play in front of everyone and that's what we're judging you mm-hmm. off of yeah no no thank god so it was never that <laughs> yeah okay i'm but sure if those... you placed you had to yeah and i'm sure those maybe those competitions exist that would be scary um but yeah you would play in front of an audience of like the parents the teachers mm-hmm. all maybe some of the judges just to, for yeah. a concert for people to enjoy of all the winners and again, kids, man, all kids. Yeah. Um, but though I have videos of those on on my YouTube channel. I think my dad upload uploaded those. Was that enjoyable for you to to use it in a in a extremely competitive sense? So like, did you have fun doing the competitions? When I first started, okay, I I thought it was interesting, and mm-hmm. I I was a little excited to um to to explore this this new aspect and to be like okay this is a way i can see if i'm really good you know because my teacher told me like she would never say again like she was very strict she would never be like i'm proud of you or like that Mm. was really good she'd be like okay good let's like let's move on to the next thing um and uh um so at first i was like this is other than my teacher, like, this is a good way to gauge if, like, I'm... 
Pardon me. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm progressing as I should be, and um, yeah. if I, you know, if I'm as you should average be. or above, yeah, right? What does that mean? <laughs> um, well, you know, if you're, again, if you're at a sp- uh, specific grade or level, you're expected mm-hmm. to be able to play certain pieces and at okay. a certain type of you know, with certain type of dexterity and, and skill. Yeah. So is this entirely dependent on grade, um, on age or can you be? No, no. Like there were young kids who were like way, way, way higher. higher than and me. were there older kids that are lower? Um, yeah, for okay. sure. Probably. Yeah. So it's yeah, just a general that... level. Yeah. I believe <clears throat> in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that's how it works. Okay. Um, again, it's been so long and yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah, even being in it, there was a lot that I didn't know mm-hmm. about specifics. So, yeah, I, I assume that there's, I mean, my 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 teacher would have actually concerts at her home where she would have her students perform like some pieces that they were learning as well. Um, uh, maybe as a chance to mingle with other students, but mm-hmm. probably as a chance to for her to um, keep her students in check and, and mm-hmm. be like, you're gonna you know perform a little concert at my house and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, see, and all those kids were, like, same age, around mm-hmm. same age, around same level. So, like, there is, I think there is an expectation, but mm-hmm. I think it's not, um, like, an absolute. Yeah. But yeah. for sure, yeah, I, at first, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a good thing to do and to advance my skills mm-hmm. and um, and to kind of do what I was supposed to be doing yeah. and fit in with where I was placed, um, but it quickly... Yeah, it definitely, I, it quickly began to burn me out because, yeah. um, I mean, yeah, like I would, I would not all the time, like I wasn't a baby, but like I would cry yeah. sometimes just over the stress of playing these pieces over and over and over again and playing it like I, until I did not like these pieces, I hated them. I was going to say, do you like, even it was like classical, did you a, even like classical music? Oh yeah, I <clears> loved it. <throat> I have so much respect for classical music mm-hmm. and, um. I don't listen to it on the daily, but oh, I think way more people should. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, yeah. it truly okay. is. It's like a, it's the foundation of yeah. everything, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, some of these pieces I learned, I still know them, and they're beautiful. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll play them from time to time. Interesting. Um, but yeah, quickly began to burn me out, and um, eventually just, yeah, the, the, the extreme, the, the extreme, uh, schedule and pressure Mm -hmm. uh, began to get to me with not only the competitions but with okay next time it has to be bigger it has to be better Mm -hmm. we have to do more like she was starting to push me to get into you know she was like you need to be doing multiple competitions like yearly and I was but she was like more like more competitions Uh more this more that and um and it was getting too much and anytime I like played her piece that I composed or was like I did this for fun and I would yeah. play it for her she'd be like okay like like let's get back to the classical okay. or let's yeah. get back to what we had for today yeah um like I like I, I don't want to brag or anything but like I've, I've composed a full album and I've been yeah. told by people that they like it and it's mm-hmm. good it is it's um, beautiful. and she had nothing to say about that ever yeah. like I would play her these long pieces that I composed and she'd be like uh and <laughs> like she wouldn't say that but so, it, be mean, like what's the point of this do you is there any form of expression in what you were doing essentially with the competitions and with the training i mean if mm-hmm. if if what you understood and what you learned and what you gained from 
all that practice Mm -hmm. that took form in in these uh, songs that you composed and in the album that you produced Mm -hmm. but if that wasn't valuable then what was the real point of it Mm. was it actually expression or was it purely a a skill my album or like what you were doing with her doing. like yeah. the the competitions being trained yeah, continuing it, yeah, to, it was to just, push it was about <clears throat> yeah it was about skill okay essentially and i think yeah that's yeah. why i mean we just got to the root of it that's why yeah. i quit because i wanted to enjoy it and mm. um when i would learn these pieces it would be you know this is how it's written. Mm. This is how the composer intended it to be played. Yeah. Um, there was little little places of wiggle room where mm. like teachers would say, I, "I think it should be a little softer here, a little louder here," or like let's um let's kind of add a little more flourish to this, you know. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, there like there was no freedom for yeah. expression or creativity, um, and so it was just a strict routine. And well, like, if all those people had yeah. done that, we wouldn't have had any of their work. Mm-hmm. So that's just so interesting to me is that it, it wouldn't, yeah. there wouldn't be a, well, I mean, maybe is it that you have to get to a certain level and then you can compose yeah. things that because of your, yeah. what you've done thus far has, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not justify, but has everything that you've done before has given some kind of, um, price tag but like it's made it valuable it's given a value to yes whatever it is that you do Mm -hmm. so yeah is there was there like a this is the level you're trying to get to or was it this is the place you're trying to get to like you're trying to get to doing this professionally in this place Mm -hmm. or in this kind of a thing yeah well i mean since i was younger first the goal was to you know to, to get good enough to, like, get into a prestigious, like, school of music. Yeah. School for music. Um, like, Juilliard or something of the like. Um, but essentially, um, you you can master uh, yeah. instruments. You can be, yeah. like, a, a, a master. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so, like, you know, she, you know, she had mastered mm-hmm. her instrument. She had mastered the piano. And uh, she had, by the way, when we went to her house, she had uh, two... Uh, baby grand pianos mm-hmm. side to side. I think she might have had three at one point. And so I would play on one and sometimes she would get on the other one and be like, no, this is how, listen, mm-hmm. like this yeah, is how, yeah. um, two like mm-hmm. beautiful baby grand pianos. <laughs> wow. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so I think that was the goal, you know? And sometimes I still like, I get in my head and I'm like, man, if I hadn't quit, I could have like kept going and say that like I have mastered, you know, my yeah. instrument. But like, for at least Does that for what I want. something? Like you audition for people and they're like, yeah, we'll give you this day. You know, I don't know. No, I think it's just that you just get your to... just freaking 10,000 hours and <laughs> yeah. I think other people are like, you're a master. Level. And you're like, you're the eighth person that said that. So yeah. bam. I mean, I have no idea. But like for, for where I was, <coughs> yeah. for where I was at, uh, that's not what I wanted. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that people shouldn't pursue that. And that's not yeah. meant for some people. No, it definitely no, yeah. is. But for, yeah, for where I was, I wanted creativity. I mm-hmm. wanted... Uh, freedom to express you know express myself Um, and when I think about the way that I play piano I mean I I feel like in some ways I've I've mastered it enough you know for me like I can still I have like this skill with my ears I can still I can just sit down and I can um, 
I can play a song if it's simple enough and I've heard it and I and I can then add my own flourish. Like I can create whole arrangements of songs that mm-hmm. like I've composed myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um like based off of my ear and I can still read uh sight read fairly well. It's mm-hmm. a it's a skill that I've kind of lost because I have not done it in years. Um but like and I can I can improvise a ton and I can just sit down and jam with people and my friends and it's great. Like that's what I want. So yeah. like I think I've mastered the the piano in the ways that I wanted to. Yeah. But yeah, the, I think the point was <clears throat> to to get there. Okay. Um. Eventually, by by going to school and um, yeah, and, and becoming a, a professional concert pianist because okay. that's what you yeah. know that's what you want to get to. You want to be a concert pianist, like mm. playing in the CSO or playing in you know orchestras or mm. you know and yeah. music halls and um. And so she was really pushing for that. Um. And uh, I actually I. I met with her one last time, you know, at least I met with her one last time, uh, right before I started going to ECC, right before community college. Oh, um, when you were when older. I was, yeah, I think I must have been, I want to say I was 17. Okay. I hadn't started going yet. Yeah. Um, I was still just doing dual enrollment. I wasn't full time, but I was about to like start going to college and getting more knowledge <laughs> and um hate that i said that i, I had to rhyme too. but um, that might be the one thing i added out of this not my yeah. sneezes you just like bleep it like as if but it's a swearing. yes okay <laughs> i'll have to look into that but i don't have a a bleeping button so what it'll be it is it'll be me going beep yeah you're going beep <laughs> but um oh. so <laughs> gong <laughs> So yeah, I was, I was, um, you know, I was selecting a career path to yeah. pursue. Um, and originally I was thinking about, uh, a mu- music therapy. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, what do I need uh, for that? And it, it is this something I would even want to do. So I, uh, yeah, I went to see her and, and she was like, it's been a while. How are you? And, and she was always very sweet. Again, she was just strict. Like that was her thing, yeah. but she was a very sweet lady. Okay. Um, super kind. Um, and, uh, and, and we chatted a bit and she was like, you know, are you still playing? And I was like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, now and then, um, and my mom kind of did most of the talking. She was like, so she's thinking about, you know, maybe, um, music therapy and she's wondering like what kind of, what would be the requirements for that? And, you know, and then she basically gave me the spiel of like what I was doing before. And she was like, well, like you would have to, you would have to be practicing like X amounts, you know, a day and you would have to be Mm. like learning these pieces to then like get into, you know, if you, well, she was talking about, we were kind of talking about music school as well as, as like, um, kind of marrying at the time I, Mm. I, I was interested in psychology, which is every, I hate that I said that because that's every young white girl when they start going to college is like, I'm going to be a psych major. Like everyone. I love psychology, but I, the idea of going to university for it. Mm -hmm, Exactly. It's like, it's not, it's not what you think. Every white girl is like, Oh, I think like, I think it's interesting. And I like to like pick people apart and like know their minds, (coughs) but they don't want to go in. They don't want to major in psychology. No, you don't. You just think it's interesting. Well, I, 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 (laughs) I can say that pretty much everyone I know for the most part, when I was at that age, just mm-hmm. so many people would ask you all the time, what do you want to go f- to school for? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with your life? That You just pulled things out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Anything just to get people off your freaking back. Yeah. And if you oh, yeah. said something that sounded slightly prestigious, 
they would get significantly more off your back. Mm-hmm. So I think that there might be it's it's a it's a good oh, yeah. out and it's it sounds Absolutely. interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and it sounds like it makes more money than like philosophy, you know, <laughs> right? or English. If you yeah. tell people, even though English oh, yeah. is such a versatile, versatile degree, yes. it's insane. People yes. are like, no one makes money with English. You can't do anything with that. I'm like, like you're you wrong. Shut up. You can do but, so much with that. <laughs> but if you say psychology, people are like, oh, you're smart. Oh, you want to make money and right? be smart. You're like Freud. <laughs> and you're like, no, you're like that's Freud. a psych. That's yeah. different. Uh, no. Anyway. Oh, my God. oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I was... Um, you just grab at straws. I know. It's just yeah. so true, though. You're, you're like, Freud. God. But, yeah, I there's this huge, huge pressure to just, like, pick something yeah. right off the bat. Yeah, so, like, at absolutely. the time... You grab onto anything you think yeah. you know a little bit about mm-hmm. that you're slightly like, interested in. Oh, I can maybe... I knew interested people that, to pursue this for life. I know people that yeah. told other people for months sometimes a year or so that they wanted to go into this and they they hadn't they didn't do any research on it. they didn't know even know what it was yeah. and then when they finally did they were like oh no i don't want to do that but mm-hmm. you get so used to telling people what looking back on it are your uneducated hopes or dreams of ideas mm-hmm. in order to just have an answer to questions that everyone's asking you yeah. so yeah it's oh, hard and yeah. sad so it makes sense that you would go to that mm-hmm. to something you knew something you understood mm-hmm. to be yeah. like okay hey maybe this is mm-hmm. you know a yeah. road and like to be fair I, I i feel like i have a fairly and i would never i wouldn't want to be a psych major but i have a fairly good <clears throat> understanding <throat> of at least um like I don't know, mental health and interpersonal relationships, I yeah. guess. Like, there was this one situation where I was I was at college and I was explaining uh, a situation to the dean of the, uh, the school. Yeah. And, um, and I was just kind of laying out some things that I had observed about, like, a person and yeah. um, an issue. And, and he was like, are you, what what are you majoring in? And I was like, uh, oh, I'm undecided for now. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like, are, I thought you were a psych major. He was mm-hmm. like, I was going to say, you should be a psych major because you seem to have, like, a very... Yeah. Uh, a, a very solid understanding of um like the the mind and mm-hmm. um these these uh types of things and i was yeah. like oh thank you and i felt really bad because <laughs> it was just my other friend was was sitting in the room and she's a psych major and i was like um, no she's really good at this like that's <laughs> that's her thing people but, um, don't always do the things they're good at though yeah, yeah <laughs> nothing against your friend i'm just saying <laughs> yeah, like she's really good at it but yeah i was like this is interesting <clears throat> you only um, know the art students from the way they dress oh um, my god yeah, uh, let's. We're, we could talk. For, we like, could talk for a long time hours and that's a, about the art students at ECC, oh, but yeah. we or won't. Art students in general. But, art students um, in general, but specifically ECC. Oh man, yeah. But when I sat down uh, <clears throat> with her, uh, we were talking about uh, music therapy because it seemed like I was kind of marrying these two mm-hmm. passions that, that I had sense. for yeah. uh, two separate things coming together. Um, but I, I never ended up doing anything with that. Um, but she was she was still kind of adamant on like well you know if you want to do music like you go to music school and like mm-hmm. here's what people are doing before they go to music school, um, but it was cool to chat with her and I think my mom gave her my album and I think she said, or maybe she emailed her later talking about my album I think maybe she emailed my mom and I think she said something like, I listened to her album, I can't remember if she said she liked it or yeah or. 
I think she said something nice. Again, she mm. was a very sweet, kind <laughs> lady. Yeah. Um, I think maybe she she might have just said she listened to it. She mm-hmm. might have said, um, you know, oh I, oh, I liked it. Or like, mm. uh, or this is cool that you did it. I can't remember. Mm, yeah. But um, other than that, that was the last time we chatted. But um, yeah, but it was, I think, uh, yeah, overall the point was always to just... Um, you know, th- think of it as a very uh, technical thing. Like this is mm-hmm. a, a skill, yeah. and you you learn things, and you keep going up and up and up. Yeah. And um and that's the goal. Yeah. The goal isn't creativity, or expression, or or fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's that it is a skill, and you get better at it. And yeah. That's fine. There's lots of things that are like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, where the goal is to be proficient in something it's not to enjoy it Mm -hmm. um but for me that was the thing that i prioritized was the Uh joy and so i made the decision that i made based off of that Uh um and there were lots of like trials and struggles within it but i think overall like being trained like that taught me so much and gave me so many skills like i had to take some of the toughest criticism yeah and take it with a straight face Mm -hmm. um and uh and you know not 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 cave and not give up i had to you know roll with it and eventually mm-hmm. I, I quit but like it wasn't after i was you know i wasn't quitting out of that again to yeah the criticism yeah uh-huh but yeah. like i i take criticism really well and like the job that i hold right now i, I get criticized I, I get criticized all the time from clients about specific mm-hmm. things and yeah. i just i take it and i go with it mm-hmm. and like i don't know if i would have i mean my parents taught me super well to yeah. take criticism you know, in a good way. Um, but I don't know if I would be as good with that as I would be if I, you know, if I maybe wasn't classically trained. Like it, <coughs> it really just like built a built a thicker skin for me. Okay. And yeah. um, and uh, I know, like, whenever I pursue something now, I like I give it my one. I give it one hundred percent, and I give it my all, because um, that's what I was taught. Like mm. from ages seven to fourteen, like yeah. se- seven. That's seven years. Yeah. Mm, um, wow. But question yeah. mm-hmm. um, for a, a theory that I've been mulling over at times. Yeah. Um, do you think so? You, do you think that you take personal criticism about yourself, like mm-hmm. who you are, well as? Do you think you take that well as well, or do you think? Do you find it easier to take criticism about your work? Right about mm-hmm. the things you're doing, versus you. Is is that is there a difference there? Is it an overall thing or is it separate? Mm-hmm. Just because the people I know, uh, the people I've thought about and, and talked to this about, take can take criticism about the things they do, like their work or their art or the, the things that they put out there. Right, mm-hmm. they can take that really well. They cannot take personal criticism about them as a human being well though because they were taught and they learned how to separate those two things Mm -hmm. and so in that there was a lot of good because the output isn't taken so personally Mm -hmm. right and you can sit there and be constructive about it and so they do well in the workplace Mm -hmm. but because of that they had an even higher and more intense wall up around them as an individual person because they didn't marry them as well mm-hmm. right so they weren't also they weren't getting criticized on their work and a little bit on their person and figuring out how to do that so then when they got criticized as a person 
an yeah. individual, that was hard to take. And they didn't quite know how to do that because their identity had been in other things. Yeah. And they were fine and they could deal with that. But then when it came to outside of that, that was a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, ooh, that's a really good question. I think... Um, I can't say the reasons behind it, but I think um, okay. <laughs> the tiniest little nose blow. Just, I can see we're trying not to make it loud. I, well, yeah. <laughs> Calling you out, sorry. It's a nose. <laughs> but um, I can't say the reasons why exactly, but I, I think I am good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to say, wouldn't we all like to say we are? I, I think I'd like to say confidently that I'm good when it comes to taking criticism about myself personally. Mm-hmm. Um, cause even just recently in a lot of situations in my life, I've had yeah. to, um, and I, I mean, I never immediately take a, a defensive side or, mm-hmm. you know, um, try to just, uh, deny, you yeah. know, any type of criticism. Like I listen to it, I mull it over and I really uh-huh. take it into account. And I think, <clears throat> I think maybe that's <clears throat> something that specifically my parents taught me. Yeah. Um, because growing up, I, I want to say... I want to say my, my, my dad really emphasized that like mm. whenever we would do something wrong or we were in trouble or we were being scolded, like he, he wouldn't just rip into us, but he would give us healthy criticism. So mm. we would know what it's like to be criticized in a good mm. way to take it. Like, you know, th- mm. there's constructive criticism and then there's just like attacks. Yeah. Mm. And he was always good demonstrating what constructive criticism is to us. And even if it wasn't always the, you know, even if it was a little more aggressive, yeah. like he would just be like, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting, I know you have it in you. Yeah. I know you can do it. Yeah. That's what Amanda's so talked it. about. Yeah. yeah. Like he just says, you know, he always <coughs> emphasizes that like, like I, I know there's, I know you're, you're better than this, or mm-hmm. I know that there's better things in you. Yeah. Like, I know you have this in you. Mm-hmm. So let's get there. Yeah. And so, um, like criticism is it's, it's work. It's, um, it's saying, okay, I'm going to actively work on something, either literal work or something about myself because I've Mm -hmm. got to improve it because someone's mentioned it to me. And so it's, it's literally work, but again, it's just, it's something you learn. So I think, yeah, my parents really taught me that skill, but Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe being trained in this way, classically trained for so long, possibly gave me a bit of that as well. Um, That's a lot of judgment for being mm-hmm. young on something you're working at and trying to produce. I mean, that was, yeah. mm-hmm. I had such an issue. I always tell people when I talk about having done theater, I, I say it is really hard to function in a culture that's built around um, judging other people very specifically for the things that they do. And seeing how you can, in like the audition callback process, mm-hmm. see how you can show up those people and hide your own weaknesses at the mm-hmm. same time. And that the entire thing is based around judging and all that kind of stuff. Like how can you, I, I find it, I think it would be very, I, I know few people that have gone into that in like university and Mm -hmm. haven't walked away from it or at least had to make a big mental change right with with Mm -hmm. those kinds of things because that was hard but what you're talking about is so much more intense Mm 
mm-hmm. so much more strict, so much more... Because even within that, I mean, with theater, you had the directors were really often nice and uplifting. They tried to mm-hmm. be. And, mm-hmm. and, and kids still had problems with that sometimes. And they were like, hey, can you... Um, Say your Tear line right, <laughs> and um, could you sing on pitch? Maybe we'll work on it together, you and me. You know, and then the kid would cry. And, yeah. um, but but what you're talking about is so much. I I don't know how I would be able to separate. Not doing well, on the piano to not doing not being a capable person or mm-hmm. a good person, you know, a functioning mm-hmm. individual. I, I, mm-hmm. I think I would, knowing myself young, I would have taken that way too personally. Mm-hmm. So that, that, I mean, that's got to, and I don't know a lot of people that would take that well, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds like so much mm-hmm. pressure. Did it feel yeah. that way? Or do you think that you had some oblivion to just how intense that actually is? I don't know if you talking you saying mm-hmm. how specific everything was and how intense if that mm-hmm. if you're like yeah that's exactly how i think of it or if it that has this been like oh wow okay i definitely have, have had a few little mm-hmm. realizations talking about it like oh, yeah. like this is really the the meat of like why mm-hmm. i made the decision that i did um let me think i mean i think uh i think i think I, like i wasn't oblivious to the fact that it was difficult and it was um I don't know but like I think again like being being uh in it from like being in it as a as a child um from the get-go like I was I was very young and I really respected these adults who were so skilled Mm -hmm. and so amazing and talented and um you know, sharing this knowledge and these things with me that I was like, yeah, I want to work hard for them because I, I really admire them and I, I do want to be good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like, Ina, she was hard on me, but like, it, I was successful and it worked. Like, mm-hmm. her techniques, she, she, no, there was no BS. Yeah. Like, she knew that, you know, she, like, that, that is the, the way to go. Again, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, um, if you are classically trained, and again, I, th- there are lots of different teachers, I'm sure, and I'm sure there's lots of different approaches, but like, um, I had a very strict teacher and, and she knew that focusing on the, the fun and the expression of it wasn't going to get me the gold, you know, Yeah, yeah. or, you know, it wasn't going to get me really working and progressing quick, you know, and, um, and the best that I could be like, and, you know different people of different generations you know always like to talk a bit about that you know like uh, boomers always like to rip on millennials because they're like you know you get everything handed to you mm-hmm. you want yeah. you know you just want you you know your little pudding fed to you like mm-hmm. on your little golden spoon um but um i think uh younger generations now are doing a really good job of being like here here are the things that we can loosen up on mm-hmm. but also like you need you need some people to be tough with you in life. Mm-hmm. You need to um, <clears throat> have you know some some strict some strict schedules and some intense things. Mm-hmm. You know to yeah. really you know just like promote growth within mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Like you oh, yeah. really like well, that's I. That's the big argument that people I, have now. Oh yeah, and like I'm so thankful. It was <clears throat> so tough. 
it was yeah. really tough at times being in that position that young and doing all these things but like i am so thankful for it mm. and again all the all the skills that i have on piano like i owe to ina i owe mm-hmm. to my teachers yeah and um yeah, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever take that experience back. Okay. Um, I, yeah. I still yeah. stand by my decision of quitting because, uh-huh. again, I wanted to pursue a different realm. Um, but, but yeah. And also, by the way, like I feel like uh, I should t- talk just a little bit about my other teacher. Uh, saying, you know, the, the difference between viewing it as a skill and viewing it as an, as an art for joy. Yeah. Um, you can go too, too, too far off, you know, on either side. So I had, I had this teacher, Misha Zupko. I think he's the one that I told you about. Maybe yeah. I think I had him when I was 13 and he was super creative. Like he was this cool guy. He was kind of big too. I think like he had this, all this music. Um, and he was a composer and, um, and I was, I was trying to write my own songs at that, at that point and notate them and stuff. And so my mom found this guy and she was like, let's see if he'll take you yeah. and, um, you know, help you compose your, your music. Mm-hmm. And so, he heard my stuff and he was really impressed. And he yeah, was yeah. like, let's, yeah, let's, mm. let's do some lessons and I'll teach you some stuff. And he, he showed me all this wacky stuff. Like I learned some really weird songs and he was like, you know, what if you write it this way? And he had this yeah. crazy hair and like these crazy eyebrows. And he was like, yeah, let's do this. And I was like, this is kind of intense for me. I'm 13. <laughs> um, so but he was, was really cool. Teacher. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I actually, I had him, um, I, he was just a teacher that I had for a brief time. I had him and Ina at the same time. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So like I would have, you know, I would go to Ina on like, a, you know, a Friday evening and then maybe I'd have Misha like on the weekend. Um, and we, I want to say we only did like a handful of lessons. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I think at the time I was a little too young to be understanding the big concepts that he was introducing to me and it was some really cool stuff, but I, I was just kind of wanting to dip my toe into the possibilities, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think some of it was a bit too intense for me, so we we were like, it's super cool, you know. Thanks, but we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna continue lessons. And also, Ina was, um, I don't think she was upset when she heard that I w- that I was also kind of, you know, I had this other teacher, but she was like, you know, we we really want to focus on, you know, on on this, and yeah. um, it would be you know wise to spend most of your time doing this. Yeah. And so I I actually I can't even remember if she ever mentioned anything. If we even told her about Misha or if she mentioned anything at all, but I, I remember I, again, just like if I would um, want to focus more on mm-hmm. the creative things or my own composition, she would be like, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We should focus on on what's important. Yeah. Um, Did these positive so, feelings you've had, you know, you just say looking back, you wouldn't change it. You're glad that you did it. Has that always mm-hmm. been the case, or is that? that you've had these positive feelings or mm-hmm. is that something like, I know some things that I was like, I did it. And then I was like, I hate it. And mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't done it for a long time. And then you get to the point where you're like, okay, you know what? I see the benefits and I see the things that did happen. Not everything was perfect, but I'm glad it happened in the end. Were you always grateful or mm-hmm. has that been something that might, maybe, maybe you weren't like, you didn't hate it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Has, has that changed? Has your feeling changed about it? since ending it to now yeah for sure i mean i'm naturally a bit of an optimist i would say so Mm -hmm. it's um i feel like i always was like thankful for it but Mm. definitely i was super bitter you know um uh when when i first quit because i was like god i'm so i'm just i'm so sick of piano i just want to be done already Mm -hmm. like i don't want to play at all there was yeah there was a point that i just (coughs) 
I didn't I didn't play at all like not yeah. even for fun there was like a good mm-hmm. point after I quit that I just like I didn't play for maybe weeks maybe months um and I would get you know so uptight and upset people were like oh play a song I'm like mm-hmm. no I'm not gonna play you a song yeah, yeah. and I'm still kind of like oh, that yeah. if people are like you know be my little show pony I'm like, yeah be her my you can ask monkey. me but I'm not gonna just yeah, yeah I'm not gonna do I'm, yeah no, no, oh yeah I'm not gonna put on a show for you um but this yeah, is my was... life. <laughs> my life. This is how I pay the bills. This is this... <laughs> so good. Inside <coughs> Lewin Davis. Watch it, viewers, listeners. I forgot that it's a podcast. <laughs> View. Viewers. It's different. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I was definitely there at the point where I was, where I was just like, gosh, she just worked me to the bone and made me sick of piano, you yeah. know. But um, but I've. That quickly wore off because I was like, you know, no, I can still enjoy my instrument. I'm just going to enjoy a different aspect of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so definitely over time, yeah, I realized I'm very thankful for the experience and uh, for everything it taught me. Truly, what a wild ride. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it took some time to get there because mm-hmm. um, it was, it, yeah, it was intense and um, tough. Yeah. But... Yeah, gosh, I'm just so thankful for for the, the skills that mm. it gave me. Do you think your parents understood the amount of, or at least the possibility, the amount of pressure that you were under, and what it what all it was that you were having to do, or how your teacher was with you? Mm-hmm. Did they know she was making you cry? Oh yeah, so my mom, okay. my mom, and, and Amanda for the most part, like my mom and. Uh, Amanda would sit in on my lessons, and my mom was the one who would take all the notes for me. Mm. Um, so she was there every lesson. She was very supportive. She was there every mm-hmm. step of the way. She drove me to all my competitions, went to all my concerts. Um, so yeah, she my mom would be tough on me too. She'd be like, um, you know, I'd I'd go sit down at the piano. I would set the timer mm-hmm. on the, on the stove for an hour, um, and then I would practice. And you know. Yeah, sometimes I'd, I'd hate it and I'd be mm. bored and I'd, I'd just be sitting there and I'm like, I've been playing this song over and over and over. Yeah. And, you know, she'd hear a couple minutes of silence and she'd be like, hey, I don't hear any music in there. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, are you practicing? Or yeah. or she'd come in and she'd be like, hey, you didn't, like, or you didn't practice yesterday. Or yeah. you, like, you gypped, you only did 45 minutes. Like, Ina is expecting this of you. Do you know that she's expecting this? Yeah. Like, you, you need to, you know, need to do this. Mm. And, or, you know, if there were some days where the criticism was particularly harsh um you know mm. she put sad faces in the notes and and be like you know and and write everything that she, she would say to me and um Interesting. and then she'd be like she, you know <clears throat> maybe again because it was almost more of an educational thing and my mom yeah. was overseeing it she'd you know she'd maybe have a conversation with me if the criticism was particularly tough and she'd say you know you, you know you didn't really do too good today like you really disappointed Ina, or or you know like you could have been practicing better this week so like you need to make sure that like you're doing this. If you like the yeah. the the discussion was always, do you want to still do this? Because if yeah, you yeah, still yeah. want to do this, you gotta yeah. be doing it. You yeah. know, and so like there was just always um, these. It, it was, it was a very intense. Like actually, for my for my parents, not from Ina at all. Hmm. For my parents, it was a very intense thing quitting, because. Oh gosh, it was just tough be- because um. I, I felt in a sense that I was letting my parents down a oh, little yeah, bit yeah. because um, like they always told me that this was that that was not the case and that I I you know had the freedom to choose and 
and that um you know whatever whatever i chose they would support and yeah. but they would always just it this these conversations would always have so much pressure when they would you know say do you is this still what you want to do yeah because absolutely. that would just you know oh what the heck it throws you for a loop you're like yeah. i don't know is it mm-hmm. is it not and yeah. um and we had mul- many of those conversations before i quit and like arguably i should have quit sooner probably but i i was just not there yet and yeah. um and the conversations were always tough because my mom for sure like she doesn't really say it a ton but like i'm sure she was a little sad and she's still a little sad that i don't yeah. play as often um but uh but yeah like that that was tough um it's like a yeah. power trip for Ina. <laughs> this is all surrounding her. Was she happy with it? If she wasn't, no, that was no. a problem for you well, I mean, there, and for your mom. A, you like know. just that that dynamic is mm-hmm. so interesting because yeah, it wasn't yeah. about you. It was about her, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. technically speaking, right? Even her if you yes. felt mm-hmm. like you had done well or even if you had done, you know, you had done well for what you could have done or if you had enjoyed, you had written something of yourself, right? For Mm -hmm. yourself. You were proud of that. That was something you were excited about. Well, it wasn't about that. It was about whether or not she thought whatever it is that you were doing was what it was supposed Mm -hmm. to be. Yeah. And again, she was... Which is really interesting. Yeah. 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 And again, she was was a very experienced, um, like, prestigious teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, again, I almost kind of not really audition but like i had to prove to her that there was something there yeah. uh like that was malleable you know uh-huh. to, and, um, that i could be taught um there was skill there already um but yeah like these concerts at her house it was to show maybe to 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 show off her teaching skills mm. and to show the other parents that this is why i'm still worth it yeah, yeah. um but like um definitely there's like a reputation as a, as a teacher yeah. and um like she was very experienced experienced um very skilled and so like um yeah it was kind of about her doing her job correctly and yeah just in like ensuring that that gets done mm. and um so yeah it was yeah it was definitely a weird dynamic is it something you would have your child do Mm, that is a oh that's such that is the question jordan that is such a good question oh man <clears throat> because i'll be honest my mom would not take someone yelling at me until i cried yeah. she'd be like nope yeah. we're done and, even, and even if i was like mom i want to stay she'd be like no that's <laughs> well, not happening she, and then my dad would be like he wants to stay and she'd be like he yelled they yelled at my child i am not she, gonna have that she never yelled at me she never raised her voice at me um, she just talked tough with me, you know. Yeah. She said it straight. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I think, I I think I would go about it the same way that my my parents did. That mm-hmm. if I was interested in it already, yeah. yeah. Um, if it was something that my child wanted to do, mm-hmm. because that was always the emphasis. Again, even when the conversations were really intense, when they were like, yeah. "Is this still what you want to do?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um. It always was about that. It was my choice. So, like, mm. if it was something that my child wanted to do, I would fully support it. And I would, I would, you know, I would tell them the stakes. I would yeah. say, hey, this is something that's, um, that I've had experience with. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be really tough. Yeah. So you shouldn't get into <clears throat> it unless you fully know you're, you're prepared what you're signing up for, mm-hmm. you know? Because I feel like maybe I wasn't fully prepared, but I, I was. 
Um, but like, it's a lot, you know? So like, definitely I would, um, I would need them to, to know that it's not just, uh, it's not just something for fun. It's yeah. something that takes a lot of work, a lot of time, mm-hmm. tons of effort. Um, and if they were down for that, they were yeah. on board. Um, yeah, I would, I would fully support the dreams of my child. Is that a different thing though? Wanting, is it a completely separate thing? Wanting to do it, sorry, pardon me. <laughs> wanting to do it for fun and mm-hmm. for enjoyment mm-hmm. versus wanting to do it for the skill. Like, do those have to be separated in order to do it the way that you did it? Because obviously, unless you were going to practice two hours a day on your classical stuff and mm-hmm. then spend however much extra time mm-hmm. doing it for enjoyment, like you'd have to match the expectations and then on top of that, not be exhausted by it enough to do it for your own fun. Like, if mm-hmm. as a child's like, I want to play piano. I think that's beautiful or I think it's fun. Like, is that a very different thing than a child that's like, I want to do this competitively <laughs> and um, I want to make a living off of this. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, I mean, everyone has different motivations behind everything they do. So mm. I think you just need to think, uh, take into consideration how long something is going to motivate you. Yeah. You know, um, mm. if you're honing a skill um, and there's not a whole lot of passion in it, um, I feel like that can only take you so far. But, like, if you really enjoy something, you're just going to love doing it, you know, like, for years and years. Like, my uh, my, my grandpa had this thing he would always tell my mom growing up, um, something along the lines of, uh, uh, I'm totally going to butcher this quote, and she's going to get mad at me for it. <laughs> you think she's going to listen to this? Yeah, maybe. Hi, Mom. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, Mama. <laughs> um, but like, uh, he would always tell her, essentially, I don't know what the specific Iggyism is, because he has a million, his name is yes. Iggy. He's yes, a, well, I know who he is. <laughs> um, a, for the one like viewer the, you're assuming <laughs> we're going to have. Or two, Brennan and your mom. <laughs> Brennan and <Yeah>. Steph. <laughs> Tune in. Um, he basically just told her that, you know, if you if you choose work that you're passionate about, it won't feel like work. Yeah, yeah. Um so I think you it's it's two very different things if you're just choosing something for skill and if you're choosing something cuz you're passionate about it because I think one of those things will keep motivating you in the long run. Yeah. Um but lots of people just have skills that um yeah. you know they're like I'm going to do this thing because the satisfaction comes from being accomplished, yeah. feeling feeling the accomplishment and uh saying that I've done it and, mm-hmm. you know, adding it to a resume or, or being proficient in it or, you know, yeah. it giving me this. Um, and they, you know, do that for life. But then there's, you know, also people that are like, it keeps me going because it brings me joy. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, oh, goodness, yeah. again, motivation. That's what I was going to say is, I, I mean, how you're motivated seems very important because... Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, something I've run into a lot of issues with is I'm not motivated by money, right? I've Mm. interviewed at so many jobs that's like, yeah, it's shit work Mm. for a long time. But you will make money. You'll Mm. make good money. You'll work those 60 hours a week and make the six figures. And I was like, hell no. I have no interest in that. None whatsoever. Mm. Um, And I have not done a number of things 
in order to not lose my passion for it. Mm-hmm. Like I, my, my great grandfather, he got his bachelor's, I believe in English mm-hmm. and he loved reading and he loved English and he never read again after he got his degree. He said he hated it. He never read another book wow. because it, he had had to read so many books mm-hmm. and it was a chore. Now it was schoolwork. He didn't enjoy reading anymore and he felt like he had read enough books and he wanted to do something else. He, and I can I can connect with that in a number of different ways. And I can connect with the idea of having a skill of being like, I'm not passionate about this, but I would really like to learn. Mm-hmm. That'd be very interesting, you know. But what you're talking about is a big mix of, it's not just learning like you're going to sit down, you're going to do the work and you're going to learn. Like you're being judged, mm-hmm. you are being motivated it's mm-hmm. t- i'm not time crunch when yeah. you're young right yeah. like this is mm-hmm. you have to get to this point by this you know mm-hmm. by this time and you're monitored. supposed to be here you mm-hmm. know like that's a lot of i can see why that would have to be a mix of the two mm-hmm. in order to not go crazy i think there's a lot of things that could be one or the other but yeah mm-hmm. that you would need both because if that was just a skill mm-hmm. they're like you have to be here i'd be like no i don't i can, i have to be wherever the hell i want to be because yeah. i'm just trying to learn it or if mm-hmm. it's a passion they'd be like yeah you know it'd be the same kind of a thing but yeah. and yeah. i will say like i i know some people just don't operate this way but i i think that like you need to have passion to pursue anything like long term you know mm. and and sometimes you can't have it you just can't have it yeah. and that's you know that's the way life is but like I definitely feel that like if I didn't actually I I wanted to if I didn't want to pursue piano anyways because I um because I loved it I think I would have burned out way sooner if mm. I just chose it because <clears throat> I I wanted to do it instead yeah. of being like truly passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um so yeah, again that's yeah, that's something to take into consideration. Huh. Wow. Is there anything that you do regret having done with it or having been involved? Like, is there something that, or even a situation or a competition or, or it's something that you had allowed going on that you think you could definitively say like, no, that was not good or that was a bad decision or I wish this hadn't happened or maybe that you would do it differently? Mm-hmm. Because you've been very positive about it despite the fact that it was very difficult. Mm-hmm. But is there, do you have something specific maybe i can really only think of like two main things and the first is that part of the comp some of the competitions that i did since i was like a kid i feel like i got a little bit lazy with the execution of like some of the performances so Mm -hmm. i made a mistake or two um here and there and i feel like i could (laughs) have like this is just the competitive part of me talking but like i feel like i could have maybe gotten you know like first First yeah. place or something. You have to be competitive I... too. That's another thing. And yeah. I'm not competitive. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. care if someone else is better than me. That's fine. Yeah. That just means they have less of a life. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you think you wish you would have done better. You would have Yeah, I kinda wish I would have maybe maybe gone gone all out. I mean I mm-hmm. I practiced hard. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, no, I no, there was yeah. I never skimped out on the on the work, but maybe I wish I yeah, would have gone a little more of the extra mile like just to to see how far i could go yeah. you know mm-hmm. um if i really was was doing doing it all, all of that stuff that i was and i was being so 
so you know vigorous with it i've been saying vigorous and rigorous i wonder which which word is the right word for the situation that i'm in. anyways um but like you know doing all those things i i, I wish i maybe could have just you know gone a little more crazy with it you know that mm-hmm. that Ina wanted you know like practice two hours a day two three hours a day really see how far I could yeah. go with this since okay, I was well. in it and doing it mm-hmm. but I I know I truly would have hated it if I did that so that's why I didn't uh-huh. um but that's something I think about and then the second thing is um I mean being in the <clears throat> position that I am now where I still have I'm still trying to work on a second album of compositions. Like I have songs that I've been sitting on for years Mm -hmm. and they've kind of gone nowhere. Um, And I always just, I I don't care a ton about what other people think, but like I need the piece to be finished and good to my standards to know that I've created something that is, you know, good. And and so I kind of wish that maybe either I, I stuck with Misha or I found someone who could help kind of, further this Mm -hmm. uh development of my creative side because i do have this intense creative side Mm -hmm. but to create is also difficult so like writing songs and um finding the the drive and the motivation Mm -hmm. even when you love it but you know when you just you know you're not making the time or you're doing other things um i wish i could have maybe found a teacher that could have helped uh really get me going with my with my compositions and my yeah. songwriting and um <clears throat> uh yeah you know maybe even like to this day someone you know the mm-hmm. that could you know can help me and maybe i you know like sometime in the future i might seek that person out i might yeah. seek out someone who who can help me with my compositions and um and i took a couple <clears throat> i took a couple music theory courses in college and uh with this guy yeah sean right fantastic oh loved him he made music theory so fun um and i, the guitar I took dude? a no no um, i was about to say the guy that didn't know chris steely <laughs> i hope you're not talking about him oh, God. <laughs> oh man yeah no not that guy um no my yeah my music theory instructor was great and um yeah took took a couple classes with him because I wanted mm. to make sure I could still read music and <laughs> yeah. still know theory yeah. and I do and I did great and I got oh, ace wow. okay. so um so like I that's there still go. there that aspect is still there but um yeah it would be good to have maybe kind of a, a mentor of sorts yeah. or you know someone who could help me with that because <laughs> there's so many artists out there in you know in varying different uh fields where they mm. have so much creative energy yeah, so yeah. much drive but they like when it comes down to uh when it comes down to you know like putting in the work yeah. putting it into action yeah um they're they're just you know it's all dreams and I- ideas and concepts and uh yeah they just can't get to that final step and that's like i'm describing like seven people i know yeah. <laughs> as oh, well yeah. as myself oh yeah but um do you ever so, compose yeah. stuff in your head oh god yeah. like li- even little yeah, sometimes. even little I'm trying to think. I'm sure you do it with poetry. I know I oh, write yeah, little time. things in my head. I live in my notes app on my phone. It's so embarrassing. I yeah. hope no one ever goes in my notes app. <laughs> Just crappy lines of poetry. I write yeah. down at 2 a.m. <clears throat> I write like two sentence stories that I still like. I have. I still haven't written it down. But not stories. But a lot of the time I'll think of 
like a bit of dialogue like mm-hmm. someone says something and someone responds mm-hmm. and it just gets stuck in my head mm-hmm. until I get it down and then I forget that I wrote it down somewhere which is yeah. also not good but mm-hmm. it's hard to it, it is hard to be creative because it's like people say to be creative you still have to do it all the time so it's still a discipline mm-hmm. yeah. but you're disciplining your mind to function in that way and to mm-hmm. think about that and to work in that and to be comfortable in that and to be open to that and Mm-hmm. And so it's still it's still a big time commitment and a general commitment to your mental place and, mm-hmm. and how you're thinking and stuff. So you only have you only have negative memories and things of things you didn't do or could have done. So you don't have negative ideas, feelings about having done all that and what you did and what it was like when you were young. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely wow. is. Hmm. It's yeah. nice, though. Mm-hmm. It's got to be nice to, to walk away from mm-hmm. doing all that and feeling good about it outside of that thing, but not having like this bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. I cannot relate to that. <laughs> so that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, that's how we are kind of fundamentally different, I guess. You and I, I would maybe consider you more of a, not a pessimist, but a realist, I guess. So um, I wouldn't consider you a, an optimist, an optimist in any, <laughs> I know. any time but it's sitting down I, right here. Oh God, but because I fight, <coughs> it's because I fight to say that I am, because I fight for it. I'm like, you gotta, you can't, well, that's you, you gotta be happy, man. You can't. <laughs> well, I think, I think I find myself significantly happier when I can allow myself to say that there were negative things because that allows mm-hmm. myself to see the actual positive things and then yes, reproduce so. that mm-hmm. to then to go okay these are the things that worked out and did well and these are the things that didn't and mm-hmm. so I can continue forward or do something or set up myself up or put myself mm-hmm. in situations or whatever yeah. that lack those negative things mm-hmm. and gain those positive things. So See, maybe yeah, I do I do that too. So maybe we're both realists. Yeah. Like but, I have I tell people yeah. for me doing like let's say musical theater. Mm-hmm. I can probably pull out a lot of different things that were positive. Yes, I had to deal with criticism. I had to deal with competition even though I don't like competition. Mm-hmm. I had to deal I I might owe public speaking to that. Um I don't know if that's the case. Maybe, maybe not. But, mm-hmm. you know, I have to over that. Connections. Meeting different kinds of people. Um, being um, introduced to different, I don't know, viewpoints, mentality. Lots of different people in, in, wide, in a wide area that had one thing in common but had a lot of different things that they did on their own. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, discipline, having to practice. Though I didn't. It was terrible. Amanda was just talking about how she would yeah. practice for like six lines. And I was like, I practiced for like when two shows. When I got shows, to the rehearsal. Yeah. And I practiced when they were like, okay, you need to know your lines by next week. Or we need to find someone else. And we aren't supposed to do that. And we never do that. But like, mm-hmm. you are really bad at this. Yeah, and then I learned so my lines. So yeah. like, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. But, but there is definitely positive things. But I can talk about, I think for me it's helpful to talk about the negative aspects of it because it's allowed me to say, okay, I can see situations where I could do this again. Mm -hmm. 
in a positive, healthy outlet in a way. Yeah. But if I think, I think if I didn't do that, if I didn't allow myself to do that, I'd probably just throw it away mm-hmm. out of, because it was complex or because of a purely bad taste leaving it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't know. That's, that, yeah. that's what I have to do or mm-hmm. what I do in general, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of a good last question too. I had something. Um, um, I think, well, I wanted to go, if you don't mind, I wanted yeah. to bounce back to what we began with saying that, you know, th- this idea that maybe I was a child prodigy and yeah. covering oh, all yes. that we did. Yep, that was I it. think Thank it's, you. it's uh, fair enough to say that no, I was not. Um, because while you can look at what I did and I can look at what I did and be mm-hmm. like, wow, I was really successful and that was yeah. amazing what I did. It was just the, like, scratching the surface. It was just the beginning of, you know, what truly can be. Yeah, but... Um, and, like, when, you know, when, when I think of child prodigies, I think of, like, four-year-olds who are playing, like, complex sonatas and, like, intense pieces, you know? Um, are you looking yeah. at the definition of prodigy? Yeah, I just, yeah. I wonder. And you could, yeah, and you could say that I was maybe some sort yeah. of... Of project, you could say that maybe my my ear, my natural ear was kind of you know like being able to hear something on the radio and play it yeah. as a seven year old. Psychological research literature defines it as a person under the age of ten who produces meaningful output in some domain to the level of an adult expert. Oh, that's very interesting. So and so many very people specific. could be yeah, so many people could be prodigies. Okay, then. Well, I mean. That that mm. was a thing, definitely. Like I was playing under the age of ten. Mm-hmm. I was I was playing pieces that normally <coughs> adults would play. Yeah. Um, but again, like I there there were still some pieces like, uh, oh man, I I think of like certain pieces by Chopin that are so long, like they're like eight to ten. Pa- I, actually, I learned many pieces that were like eight pages. Um, How long is a page usually? If you were to put a page in oh, general no, time, I know that's music, yeah. <clears throat> they're not really really long um so anywhere from four to six is average oh gosh i don't know i'm probably not yeah no no yeah. i just i was just wondering yeah but um but like i think about you know these specific pieces that are like super long and super like uh oh what is it uh f- fantasy fantasy i can't remember there's this one piece by chopin that i love it's gorgeous. I'd still just love to learn it. It's a classical piece. Mm. Um, but like I think about some specific pieces that I still never learned. And I was like, I still actually, I could have been doing some really um, more impressive things that, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I guess by, by those standards, I guess you could classify I used to be some mm. sort of prodigy. Um, not anymore. But, um, I don't think that's how that works. Just <laughs> saying, like, I could be wrong, but I don't think that's a title that gets taken away. It has to do with what you achieve as a child. Well, no, but I'm not <clears throat> a child anymore, so I'm not a prodigy. No, but that's how that definition works. You yeah, were. I, I guess. You wouldn't yeah. say, I was a childhood prodigy, but I'm not a childhood <laughs> prodigy anymore because I no got longer, big. No longer <laughs> am I a child. <laughs> I don't know, um... But that's really interesting. Yeah. I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of kids are prodigies. Caden told me you hate Claire de Lune. Oh no, no. Um Caden is misinformed. I just <laughs> Caden is misinformed. <laughs> that you're only saying that because of the mic. You would be like, no, 
idiot. I, he's lying to you. No, I wouldn't <laughs> You would never have said if we were sitting on the couch, Caden is misinformed. Do I have permission to, to cuss? Yeah, this is... Son I, of a bitch, Caden. <laughs> I marked it. That was one of the first things I did. It was, it was like, is this clean or explicit? I was like, explicit. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew Brennan and I were going to swear <laughs> up a storm. Oh, <clears throat> oh man. Um, no, that little shit. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, kidding. No, but he's, no, he's <clears throat> slightly misinformed. Um, I... I might be exaggerating, but I'm pretty sure he told me you you hate Claire to live. <laughs> I hated the... I got annoyed because my, my mom always bugged me over and over and over again. She was like, you gotta learn me Claire DeLune. You gotta learn... When are you gonna learn Claire DeLune? Yeah, yeah. And um, so it just became this thing that I was like, I'm never gonna learn... I'm yeah. never gonna learn Claire DeLune. Just almost because she asked so much, yeah. I guess. But I still know it's a beautiful piece. Yeah, yeah. And I still would love to learn it. It's a little tricky because it's... Yeah, it's a super unique piece. It's the not that difficult, but it's... So yeah, it's strange. like nine... Nine eighths or not? I can't remember. The time signature is very strange. Um, I could play maybe like a like a line of it. Um, mm-hmm. I've like I've touched it before. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, beautiful. And I, I learned arabesque uh, by Debussy, which is gorgeous. Okay, cool. Um, I do say it right. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Debussy. <laughs> I have no Suck idea who would else. say like Debussy or Debussy. Debussy. Who are you? No, it's Debussy. He was French. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I, that's yeah. what I always kept thinking of. Like, a French person being like, Debussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that just, just doesn't uh, sound right. Yeah, no, you're correct. It's, yeah, it's Debussy. Debussy. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my one friend. I got self conscious about him. it after naming Claude. Claude, yeah. after. And people being like, fraud because who? Because people would ask about Monet. Uh huh. Monet. No, no. People would be like, who? Debussy? No. You're like, yes, the pussy. He is a cat. (laughs) That's awful. That's probably the worst thing that's been on this podcast. It means cat. In the context, it was so clear that I was saying cat. Oh, so you think context matters. Okay. Good. No, I, <laughs> I mean, agree. Listen, I I'm don't, just saying. I'm not a fan of the word either, and I don't say it, but I think it's funny when you say Debussy because it's not like you're saying whatever. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. He is a small cat. <clears throat> <laughs> Love that little funky one-eyed man. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, my one friend loves Debussy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we geeked out about him one time. But yeah, I plan, <laughs> I, Sarah Delaringa, plan to learn Claire Dulin someday. Before my poor mother perishes. <laughs> she'll say that to me. She'll guilt me. She'll be like, at least play it at my funeral. And I'm like, mom. That's such a stuff thing to say. I know. Isn't it? Uh, <coughs> classic emotional manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Steph. Um, uh, but yeah, no, she means it all in good fun. But I, I will definitely learn it um, someday. Because it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if you were classically trained, you owe it to the world mm-hmm. to know Claire de Lune. Just like yeah. everyone, everywhere, always wants me, all the time, to play Piano Man by Billy Joel. <laughs> William Joel. And I, mm. <laughs> and I play it, I never play it when it's requested. I play it in secret for myself. I know I you do. Amanda told me that you and her <laughs> played it in the basement and sang at the top of your yeah. lungs. And yes, I immediately responded with, you spend time with your sibling yes, different than I do. Oh, we so do. <laughs> And that's a whole other that's thing. That's another conversation. Okay. Truly, yeah. Last, last things, because mm-hmm. we're at 147, so that's pretty oh, wow. good. Even though the first 17 minutes were <laughs> poor Very, quality. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oops. So, first of all, what is 
What remind me? What's the title of your first album? Envision. And when did you? When did that come out? Twenty fifteen, I okay. believe. Okay. Okay. December twenty fifteen. So what? That was that was six, six years, years ago. ago. Yeah. So you so like, were what? Fifteen, sixteen. I was fifteen. Okay, mm-hmm. you were fifteen. Wow. Yeah, and, and that... th- those pieces I had composed. Mm-hmm. Some of them I had composed when I was started composing when I was like yeah eight or nine. Wow. Okay. Um. But I had been sitting on those for like a, around a, almost a decade. Yeah. And so, so and yeah. you put that out, like that was, I don't know if it still is, but that was on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on, it's on Amazon, uh, iTunes, okay. Spotify, wow, YouTube, okay. so you kept everything. That's it's awesome. out, yeah. Okay. And so, but you're wanting to do another one. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my, here's my question. Would you, now that you are spending time with it, is this going to be purely piano or are you going to add some electric guitar (laughs) now that it's been something you've learned i've just wondered how pairing those together because you now have the ability to add maybe not as a leading thing but Mm -hmm. add a little bits of that if you wanted to i didn't know if that was something to be interesting and and just to mix that did that did piano help with guitar um well i'm still so you know baby baby yeah yeah no absolutely electric guitar and guitar in general but um uh, it definitely, oh, piano mm. is like, it's such a good foundation mm. for, you know, any, for, for any musician. It's just, yeah, it's like, it's really, um, it's, it, it really, really helps with, with theory. Yeah, that's theory what I've been told is people are like, it's yeah. extremely easy to, or it's a much easier to learn music theory on the piano because it's laid out in front of yeah, you. Yeah, it's literally just... Where just, with other instruments yeah. you're dealing with moving up and down the fret and then to the next string exactly. and then back. And so, and so tricky. Yeah. once you learn the the theory, mm-hmm. you yeah. can apply theory to other things. Yeah, uh-huh. like most you, yeah. theory classes when you're given like diagrams and examples and stuff, like you're, you're shown... Like a keyboard, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's so easy. It's literally like yeah. every note is next to each other and it's mm-hmm. laid out there. And like, this is what it, yeah, it's so, so definitely like it helps learning guitar. And like, sometimes if I'm, um, again, l- like you were saying, moving up and down the fret and everything, yeah. and the strings, like, um, sometimes I can, I can hear, again, I can hear a song and I can like know what it sounds like and kind of play it. Not on the guitar though, because I don't know the guitar yet, but mm-hmm. like I'll go to the piano and I'll figure out the notes and I'll try to translate it translate. Wow. onto the yeah. guitar. And, um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, oh, there's so much I want to do, Jordan. There's yeah. so much I want to do. I get so just wistful and in mm-hmm. my mind about it. But like I, the, the stakes are like high and like the pressures, the pressures on, um, now because like I'm, I'm more of an adult and it's like, I, I hold myself to a higher standard and I'm like, I'm really just like in my head about it i'm like these like these pieces mm-hmm. have to be good and like yeah. i'm i'm stressing and i sit down and i try to write more and i'm like it's it's <laughs> not good enough and it's just because like literally like i, I had almost mm-hmm. a decade to work out no one talks about that that's again that's a whole other thing we can't get into but no one talks about how it is so difficult to like just push an album out i don't understand these people that do like one a year or two a year even yeah. one is like that's yeah. insane but um, again, it's a skill, and you learn, mm-hmm. and you, you you get used to it. Actually, just like and you get connections, which music. allow things, yes, processes yeah. to go quicker. But like, and... it, yeah, it is tough. Like I maybe have two or three compositions that are like so unfinished. But mm. oh yeah, like I would love to. 
I don't know if I'm good enough, but like I would love to sing or maybe have someone else mm-hmm. sing. I would love to have words. I would love to have mm-hmm. guitar. I would love to, you know, mm-hmm. violin or like all these yeah, yeah. things, you know, or like synth or like something fun like that. I, <laughs> I would love to do tons of things. Yeah. Tons of different, you know, styles and incorporate lots of different elements and instruments. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, for sure. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think piano is just, it's just the start for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would really just like to become like proficient in, in lots of, yeah. in lots of different paths, like musically. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if the so goal is to make, if the goal is to do this for your enjoyment or passion, mm-hmm. do you, you still hold yourself to as high of a standard? Like I understand mm-hmm. wanting to be, I understand wanting to work mm-hmm. hard at what you do be mm-hmm. good at what you do right like make yes. it meaningful but mm-hmm. there i i think that there's also a point where you do what you do because you love it and you enjoy it and you do it I, i've had to learn for myself to do things for myself like that's what this is i mean mm-hmm. doing this the the podcast stuff when yeah. brendan and i started we were like i, I said i just want to do it for us mm-hmm. I'm not going to edit it I'm not going to, you know, make sure that everything's all nice and I'm just going to record us talking and then put that up there because it's giving me something, right? It's giving me something to do. It's something I want to do Mm -hmm. that interests me. And I do the same thing with my writing. Mm -hmm. I could write in a way that I think other people would like more, or I could write in the way that I enjoy and Mm -hmm. that I get more out of and help me. And so I, I, do you, do you, find a middle ground with that or do you find yourself in one specific camp i think it's because i think a lot of uh i usually find myself in in a middle ground but i when i lean more uh, uh, towards being more hard on myself i think it is that Mm -hmm. that classical training that kind of um has the influence on me that i just am like it has to be you know it has to have like uh lots of components that make it you know worthy um (laughs) but I've, yeah, I find the middle ground that because I'm like, okay, whatever I know, that whatever I end up putting out, um, it's going to be something that I worked hard on and, and that I love yeah. and, and that I just, I was having fun with it. I had mm-hmm. fun with it and I had a good time and people yeah. will sense that and appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, but also, yeah, like I, I have a desire to put out like good, good content, something yeah. good and something people can enjoy Absolutely. that has those that possess those musical qualities and elements that make it, you know, something memorable. Mm -hmm. You know, just like I do when I write, like, um, you know, so many modern poets, they're like, I woke up and I felt a remnant, the you know, the remnants of you, and I shed a tear. And it's like, Mm -hmm. what is this? You know, it's (laughs) it's like, like, there's a lot of modern poets that um, they, they, they write, so much on the surface level that it mm-hmm. reads more like a journal entry or a diary yeah. and and people enjoy that the the average population like mm-hmm. enjoys that because they don't have to dig any deeper but mm-hmm. like what makes poetry good is like poetic like good literary elements mm-hmm. so you know alliteration you know a rhyme a form mm-hmm. or not always a form but some sort of you know some sort of qualities that make it just sing you mm-hmm. know um so like that's why I try to I try to write good poetry that has mm. good literary elements and that has something not in it for me but for the reader. Yeah. Um, so like I want something in my album to be for the listener, like mm. not just for me. Yeah, yeah. For them to somehow understand that mm. I 
loved doing it, but also that there's something in it for them Mm. as well. Interesting. And you don't think that doing something for yourself, to yourself, for yourself, will make that connection. Because a lot of, I mean, and maybe it's it's more personal than this, but um, I found doing a lot of things that people find the things that are done for yourself on a personal way, they tend to be those deep things that are connected, everyone can connect with, right? And everyone can understand. And mm-hmm. while, you know, you want to write something that's, or do something or, or create something that's legible, right? Mm-hmm. That people can understand at least a little bit. There's also something to, to say for bleeding on a page. And even if people don't mm-hmm. know oh, yeah. the specifics about that, of course, you know, or bleed on whatever it is. I always say mm-hmm. page, even when I talk about music, mm-hmm. um, that people can get and understand in a lot of different ways. So you think those are, do do you find yourself, are those separate for you? Do you have to do something specifically for the other people and specifically for yourself? Or do you ever find those to be the same thing? Well, um, I think those forces are like kind of united because... Um, because people will, yeah, people, I feel like people will always see value in something Mm -hmm. if it holds value to the owner. Yeah. Um, Mm. but, uh, my poetry teacher at school, uh, Rachel, she's a fantastic woman in person, just all around solid human. I thought you said in her. person. And I was like, how is she <laughs> <In> online? <laughs> <laughs> online, she's different. <laughs> no, she's she's great. Um, but she taught me specifically um, uh, with, with writing, you know. Um, and it, this can, you know, people can interpret lots of different things different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I really, this really hit home for me when she said this. She said something along the lines of like when you, when you just... Um, are writing for yourself mm. um, you're, 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 when you're just writing for yourself you are excluding your audience mm-hmm. so the second that you just put something down on the page because it makes you know it brings some sort of healing to you or it's it's just for you in some way there's yeah. nothing in it for them mm. like why you know there there's a and there's a sense of just caring about someone else's work but it's like you need to you need to involve your audience Mm -hmm. because i mean well truly what's in it for them Mm -hmm. um and i don't think it always has to be i don't think that always has to be the case like you said you know some people just bleed onto the page um but i i try to make sure that that again there's just there's some high quality to, Mm -hmm. to what i do yeah yeah but it's yeah. a it's such a fine line it's such yeah. a fine line you know? well i like i wouldn't even know how how are you going to include your audience if your audience is so vast that you don't know him them you know you can't mm-hmm. guess all the different things and people and i yeah. i think in my head that would be well you find the the general overarching truths and understandings and emotions that you know and use those to get down to basic 
human understandings, right? Mm -hmm. And human connections. But that's, to me, that would be writing for yourself explicitly, right? Mm -hmm. Writing for hurt, writing for beauty, writing for, you know, all these things that everyone can identify with and people are going to find different, take different things out of it. But I mean, that's a task, right? Because you can, you could write gibberish and it could mean something to you, but you have to find a way to communicate it, not just to yourself, but to other people. And that's, and with music, it's, I could see it being harder and easier because you can, you can hit a few notes on the piano and a lot of people just be like, oh my gosh, that's just gorgeous, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. But to also, there's so much. There's so much out there and there's so much that you can do. And I don't know, I could be wrong. I, I just, to me, it, it sounds like a lot of it is, you know, you wanting to hold yourself to the bar that you've set because you know it's what you're capable of doing mm-hmm. and that there's a lot of that in there. Um yeah. Which I'm sure you will be. I just, I hope that bar isn't set so high that it never happens. <laughs> no, no, I've done not. that. I do that mm. quite often. I set my bar so high that I don't get things done. And sometimes for me getting something done and then coming back and being like, okay, now that it's done, now let's make it good, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. But sometimes yeah. I'll get just mm. stuck on this thing and I'll be like, I can't take the next step forward mm-hmm. until it's perfect. But yeah, well, that's so, art. <laughs> yeah, like there, there are always first attempts at something yeah. there are always first drafts uh-huh. there are always first you know recordings yeah um and you know demos and stuff whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. there's always the first try mm. and then you know if you don't succeed try try again <clears throat> or you know just keep improving the 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 start mm-hmm. you know yeah. um or keep improving um you know, just whatever you have, keep, mm-hmm. you know, keep the ball rolling in some way, yeah. make it better, make it bigger, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah I hope something happens. <laughs> it's, been, it's been six years. Um, yeah. So I really, I really got to put the time mm-hmm. into it truly. I'm just yeah. bad at managing my time, but it's mm-hmm. tough adulting, but yeah. I know, Hopefully something happens soon with with writing or with music or something. Mm-hmm. I just need to creatively. I just need to put something out there because I just yeah, yeah. I would really like to. Yeah. Well, it's hard right now to feel creative from for myself at least mm-hmm. with everything that's going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. It feels very. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, what do you do to a candle? Uh. Oh. Light, light. No, no, the opposite. <laughs> put it out. There's a word. Oh. Like, there's a word, mm, but yeah. I think you understand what I mean. Hopefully, yes. any Brenda knows what it means to. But you know, yeah, yeah, it just just feels mm-hmm. feels like there's so much pushing down, right? That I'm not yes. able to stand yeah. up straight, much less mm-hmm. be artistic with that and allow myself mm-hmm. to think about different things in different ways. But yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll you'll do something. You'll certainly get it out. Just. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how. We'll see. <laughs> how and when. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to say or talk about or whatever? I think that was... 
He blows his nose one last time. I think that was all on my end. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening, all you cool cats and kittens. Wow. Don't you come don't for want, me, Carol Baskin. You don't want to end it like that. Don't do that. <laughs> do you really want that to be the last That's thing you I end am. with? <laughs> Thanks for listening, you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, Carol Baskin says that. You haven't seen cool. Tiger King on Netflix? Oh, it's great. What? We, we can't get into this now. Tiger okay. King on Netflix. There's this lady, Carol Baskin. She takes care of tigers. I thought the Tiger King was a guy. It's that guy with the mm-hmm. mustache. But the, yeah, but there's another woman, Carol Baskin. She also takes care of tigers. And she says, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. One of my biggest... <laughs> Um, just cut hesitations it in getting a cat was the stigma around cat people that is yeah. very honestly true yeah all right well if you if you're, <clears throat> you're so against editing you can't take that out no i'm not but you could I'm, also i'm committed so to take it out no i can't that's not true at all it's okay. actually in the writer's block thing it says unedited that's the first mm-hmm. Like thing underneath it. I don't know if you. So you've got your audience in mind. Very good. No, I just have my (laughs) own priorities straight on what I wanted to put out. I Mm -hmm. made that before I made the first podcast. Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Set my own standards. Well, thank you for coming in and sitting down, and we'll talk about something else another time. But this is just one of the things we had you down for. So I'm trying to get. I'm trying to gather. I have at least two more people that I want to interview hopefully next week and then I'll have I think five Ooh. I'm still I'm still the title right still not still haven't figured out the title yet uh, the working title one of the possible working titles right now is um, writer's block outsourced uh, that was Ooh. Brendan's idea but it had started out as um, as I see it but that was back when I wanted this to be more opinion based. Mm-hmm. But I, I changed that. I wanted to be more personal experience based and yeah, and yeah. open. And mm-hmm. um, I had thought about calling it, yeah, a couple of different things. So we'll see. We'll see what it ends up being when I finally post it. But Good deal. yeah, this is the third interview, and there's still no title. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Good deal. Yes. Good deal. Well, thank you again for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right.